Hello, everyone. I'm Jenna Filipkowski, and you're listening to a new episode of the Human Capital Institute's Nine to Thrive HR. This podcast features experts and practitioners in the field of human resources and brings their knowledge of the most pressing issues facing human capital management straight to you. Today, I'm joined by Bonnie Endicott, Director, People Talent Management at Southwest Airlines, and Lorelai Windler, Talent Development Manager at Southwest Airlines. They are keynote presenters at HCI's Employee Engagement Conference, which will be hosted this July. Welcome, Bonnie and Lorelai. Thank you. Thank you. So at HCI's Employee Engagement Conference, both of you will be speaking about continuous performance management. Can you share why this is important for employee engagement? Certainly. So I think there are several reasons why continuous performance management becomes so important to employees. One of the key reasons is that employees, uh, like all of us, really want to know where they stand. And if a leader ensures that employee feels seen, like my work is seen, you see what I do well, and you also see where I have opportunity either to do things better or to advance my career, it builds trust. And trust is a precursor to employee engagement. Bonnie, do you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I can add a little color there as well. Um, So it was very interesting when when we began to invest more in continuous performance management kind of to what Lorelai was speaking about, about building trust, it also seemed to give leaders permission to have more frequent conversations with their employees about how it was going, how their work was going. Um, And, you know, were there some behaviors that they could improve upon or stop doing or whatnot? So we're not quite sure why leaders needed the permission, if you will, of continuous performance management of our check-in process. We happen to do ours quarterly. Um, to then kind of have those ongoing conversations. But we certainly saw an uptick in that. And we saw leaders get in front of performance trends um, as they were happening. Um, And so that just allowed employees to rather adjust their performance, um, have some real um, candid conversations with their leaders. And so we've we've received positive feedback um, just about the process itself, the experience itself along this journey the last couple of years from both leaders and employees. And um, to Lorelai's point, I think that just creates a better trusting environment where leaders and employees can have those ongoing conversations and folks don't have to worry how they're doing or wait till that one time of the year, you know, to hear about the thing I screwed up on, you know, uh, you know, a few months back or whatnot. So, And just one last point from me also to add to what Bonnie's saying is that I also think that uh, there's a connection for the business too. So uh, the way we have it structured at Southwest Airlines with the continuous um, feedback, the continuous performance management model, it also allows leaders and employees an opportunity to align and ensure that we're all working on the right thing. So there's a business component also to this, which um, we're sure that the energy that is being spent is being spent in the correct area. That's that's very important. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm curious about your roles and your and your background for the both of you. Can you share with us and our audience more about your backgrounds and why this topic is important to you? 
Um, so my background is I'm a, actually a longtime Southwest employee, and I've held multiple roles. I actually started on the front line in an airport many, many years ago. And so I think um, all the experiences that I've had, along with personally just my own education, I have an MBA, I um, have spent time on the front line in operations, in training, in development, in areas, in HR. And so along with being an employee and a leader myself, so um, my experiences have just put me in this position that's great right now to be in this talent development space um, for Southwest Airlines. And as we're all looking to um, ensure that we're taking care of our employees, our employees are engaged in getting what they need. Um, I have the opportunity to work at Southwest uh, around uh, performance management uh, talent activities, talent reviews, succession planning. Um, and I just feel very fortunate. Um, and this is Bonnie. I am fortunate that I get to work with Miss Lorelai. She is great. She was like my culture buddy and made sure that I didn't step in it and um, answered all the dumb questions that I had. So I'm internally grateful to Lorelai. And it's been a pleasure to partner with her in this space. Um, so as I said, I've been with Southwest for about 12 years, but prior to that, I started off my career in consulting and then I've played roles in various roles in learning and development for quite a few years and then joined Southwest to help really focus in on leadership development and particularly high potential leadership development. And then just kept taking on new responsibilities. I've supported, um, org development, um, HR business partners and all kinds of fun projects in our HR department that we call people department. And um, so when I started supporting org development, that's when I really jumped into talent development, the kind of that body of work and really fell in love to just, just to see how it could really impact the business in a positive way and help leaders have a, a good strategic mindset for how they support, grow, develop their talent. And so that's really where we love to play right now. And so um, I support Lorelai and her team and all the good things that they do in the talent development space, plus... Um, some leadership development work with our a corporate university called SWAU or Southwest Airlines University, um, along with some career development and things like that. So it's, a, it's some fun spaces we get to play at Southwest. And um, I just see how critical that all the things we do in talent development, as Lorelai said, really supports the business and business productivity, and most importantly, business results. I feel like everything we do in talent needs to be with an eye towards supporting the business results. Otherwise, why are we spending our time doing it? So um, I believe in simple talent solutions that really support business results is kind of my bottom line thinking, if you will. I love that. That's very aligned to the Human Capital Institute point of view that everything we do in HR should be supportive of the business and driving business results and obviously providing good experiences for your workforce and your people. And I love... A, I love that both of you will be presenting together and, and the depth and the breadth of experience that you both will bring to this presentation. We're really looking forward to it. Um, and I'm also curious, a lot of our presentations at our, at our conferences are very practical. They're, they're tactical. They're things you can do and take home and apply right away at work. And I, I'm curious to know what tools do you use in your work, particularly around the employee experience? 
Um, well, I'll, I'll jump in here and just kind of get us started um, with this question. So um, Lorelai and I do not oversee kind of our proper employee experience, if you will. So they use some really great tools to capture employee engagement and things like that. Now we do work with them and actually Lorelai advises them on kind of the questions and the action planning and all that good stuff. So there's good integration there. Um, so where I'd like to steer us instead is to your point of helping talent development practitioners really kind of use the tools they have at hand. And something that I thought was pretty great as we were thinking about rolling out the, our new check-in process or continuous performance management process that Lorelai and her team engaged was um, we just kind of went back to the basics and we started with a Word document that they made into a PDF. So I think my point is, is you don't have to be fancy. You don't have to have fancy tools in order to rethink your performance management process in this case or other talent development solutions. So we do have a fairly antiquated um, tool that we're looking at updating in the near future, but that didn't stop us from innovating and really kind of simplifying the process and getting to what was important to leaders and to employees. And so that's the encouragement that I want to give is that, we, and, and in fact, I, I think I rather liked that we had the constraint of not a tool because we were able to really think through the process we wanted to build um, and the mindset that we wanted to shift and start thinking of. So um, yeah, we just kind of for the check-in process anyways, use, use a PDF. And, and this is Lorelai. I think to add on to what Bonnie is saying also about us um, not being driven so much by the tool, but actually um, having some space to think about how we wanted to do continuous performance uh, management. We also have used an integrated talent cycle and we're excited to be able to share that concept with, folks um, in July also, because that really starts to help people think about how all the different activities we do in talent, uh, leadership development, um, all of it is integrated and how we can make sure that these things are not events, but that they're very meaningful and purposeful. So we'll also share our cycle um, of how we do those things. That's great. And I agree with you, starting small, starting with simple, starting with a, a PDF Word document so you can outline the process and not get um, hindered by fancy technologies. It, it's great. So I'm glad you're going to be sharing that. And lastly, before we wrap up, I just is there any two ideas, maybe one from, one from each of you, insights that conference attendees can take away from your presentation? Or to put it simply, what can you expect them to learn? Well, I can take a stab at it to get us started. This is Lorelai. Um, I think one of the big takeaways for me through this whole process, and uh, hopefully the attendees will get multiple things from this presentation, but one of the things that was a little bit of an aha, I think, to us and to others as we went through this was how we can actually engage the employee in this performance management process themselves so that it flips it a little bit and performance management is not something that's happening to them. Um, I'm not receiving a performance appraisal. I'm not receiving a check-in, but that employees can actually engage in this process and they can be the drivers and the partners in their performance management, performance improvement, performance development, whatever that is that um, where they are in their careers. And that has been really exciting to see uh, the partnership between employee and leader. So I think that will uh, 
hopefully will be a takeaway is that we can really flesh that out for um, attendees and they'll be able to understand how important that is. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, This is Bonnie. So that was probably one of the primary ones that I hope everyone will walk away with. And I have a couple of others that are maybe a little bit more minor. Um, So the first one is, is as we were thinking about what continuous performance management should look like for us, we began to realize along this journey that it does not have to look the same or follow the same process for all of your employee groups or all of your constituents. And so we've learned a little along the way about that. So we'd like to share some of that, those findings with the, with the group. Um, and then I think the other thing that we'd love to share is maybe a little bit about our journey. So how did we go through the process of, of determining what does our quarterly check-in process look like um, for the groups that we've rolled it out so far? So, And I think that will help everybody in the audience really learn about how can they look at their own processes and um, update them, change them, make some slight changes, or figure out what the right cadence is for them. For example, it's maybe it's not quarterly. You know, some other companies are doing their check-ins more frequently. Some of them are doing them further apart with some different kinds of touch points in between. They are all good solutions, but we can share our processes of how we went through that with focus groups and engaging employees and leaders, folks from the front line um, and whatnot to ensure that you're building a process that's appropriate for your um, work groups or your customer groups, whomever you support. Thank you. We're so excited to hear that, Bonnie and Lorelai. And thanks for spending some time with me today. And if you'd like to hear more from Bonnie and Lorelai from Southwest Airlines, join us at our employee engagement conference by registering online. Head over to hci.org. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed your time with us. For Nine to Thrive HR and all of us here at HCI, we appreciate you for tuning in.